and welcome to the Astrology Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Tiana, and today we will be discussing the 12th house in astrology. This is the final episode in my Astrology House series, but as I've been saying, and I'll keep saying, it is important to note that all natal chart placements are interpreted by various astrologers differently. And there are so many different systems and traditions and ways of interpreting different placements. So it's really important to listen to many different interpretations so you can see which best resonates with you and get a better rounded view of what might be indicated for each placement in your chart. And keep in mind that the 12th house is just one area of your chart and without considering all placements alongside aspects, it can really only represent a small piece of the wider vision that makes up you and your life. Okay, so in astrology, the 12th house is a cadent house. And it's ruled by the water sign of Pisces and the planets Jupiter traditionally and Neptune in the modern. So the 12th house is often feared by people learning astrology, but it is known as one of the doorways to the spiritual realm in astrology. It's a house of hidden blessings and gifts, as well as delusions, confusions, and all things repressed. Some keywords for the 12th house include the house of bad spirit. House of the subconscious and the unseen, house of hidden talents and gifts, our connection to the divine collective, our karma, where the boundaries of self dissolve into the universe, our self-undoing, our mental well-being or lack thereof, our proverbial blind spot, the ways we enslave or imprison ourselves, reflexive instincts, epiphanies, suffering and weaknesses, hidden dangers, hidden talents and gifts, Hidden world, the unseen realm, madness and mystery, hidden desires, secret fears, uh, secrets and fears, <clears throat> dreams, fantasies, and rest, spirituality, deep intuitive insight, and inner wisdom, our wild, untamed inner self or nature, sorrow, shadow, affairs, and invisible enemies, typically a metaphor, but sometimes literally. <laughs> 12th house also rules jails, hospitals, institutions, asylums, and any place that pro like restricts your freedom. All right, so commonly known as the house of the unconscious, the 12th house um, has blessings that are of a less tangible nature. And if we can learn how to work out the matters in the 12th house, the issues which reside here, which can often be self-destructive, um, will resolve themselves but not until you find self-awareness acceptance and acknowledgement a person will find that hidden fears troubles and desires will express themselves even more aggressively until they are brought to the light anxiety repressed anger stress depression or guilt are common psychological symptoms of 12th house planets that are denied proper expression and if left for too long can result in physical health issues such as headaches sleep problems or digestive issues the 12th house is a house of the soul's journey within this life where we move from one of complete unawareness to self-awareness. It indicates the nature of our personal challenges, losses, suffering, and obstacles we experience on our way to achieving success and self-realization. Here we find what we must endure, overcome, and bring to light in order to achieve what we want out of life. The 12th house also shows us our perception of our limitations, creating weaknesses due to our own beliefs. 
when we're able to transform and become aware of the 12th house influences at play within our lives, those perceived weaknesses become great sources of strength. In the 12th house, we can uncover our deepest rooted psychological fears, our desires and fantasies, and work through them so they can no longer sabotage or harm us. In this way, we can turn potential weaknesses into strengths and even unlock hidden gifts and talents. The truth is that the 12th house often represents the way in which we self-damage, self-destruct, and self-harm. Unless we choose to examine, accept, and bring to light these issues, they will only demand more of our attention and wreak more havoc until we do. The 12th house rules over dreams, dream world, our inner world, and how we sleep and rest. It encompasses our spirituality, intuitive and psychic abilities and insights, and other mystical phenomenon. Where the 8th house rules over our deliberate and conscious dive into alternate worlds, especially the spirit realm, the 12th house deals with our unconscious abilities. Oddly enough, while the 6th house rules small animals and domestic pets, the 12th house rules over large and wild animals. All that we conceal falls in the 12th house, including potentially dire secrets such as scandalous affairs, hidden activities, unlawful circumstances, classified information, and illegal work. If you want to know the secrets being hidden within yourself and in your life, the 12th house can tell you. Those with, the with planets in the 12th house often indicate things like detectives or analysts or investigators. Even those who live monastic or solitary spiritual lives often have planets in the 12th house, and certain transits can trigger their retreat from the world or society into such solitary existences. Malefic planets in the 12th house can also indicate hidden enemies and their capabilities within our lives. Those with difficult planets or aspects in the 12th house should avoid substances as they might find the effects of such things to be especially intense and destructive within their lives. So this is things like alcohol, drugs, I mean even caffeine to a certain extent could be mind-altering, right? The 12th house indicates a person's condition before birth and their experiences in the womb. Malefic planets can indicate issues with the mother's pregnancy and birth. When transits transit, planets transit the 12th house, it will be very impactful and learning to understand, accept, and face the things about yourself that are there, but hidden from view are essential to gain the benefits from such transits, even difficult ones. So no beating around the bush, the 12th house is a tough one, as it is the house of karmic and past life issues, which were possibly left unresolved and seek resolution within this lifetime. It is the house of hidden enemies, self-sabotage, personal inner crises, and other karmic challenges. It tells the story of our own inner demons, which we must face in order to bring light to this house and unearth a treasure trove of hidden talents and gifts. In the 12th house, we might be given assistance, which helps us to succeed, or otherwise aid us in dealing with failure. Deeply hidden from view in our unconscious, we decide what our strengths and weaknesses are, however self-perceived they might be. The subconscious, of course, works overtime to help us make sense of things, but the trials through the 12th are slow, long, and filled with suffering, fear, and pain a lot of the time. It's within the shadows of our lives that we're faced with deep suffering, secrets, and sadness hidden from plain view, even sometimes ourselves. The 12th house can help us look into our past and future selves all at once. It's an entry into our different lives and selves. 
Through deep contemplation, we might glimpse all these various incarnations. On top of that, the 12th house forces us to face our fate or karma from past lives. We find the end results here show us our repressed emotions and agendas. Hopefully through much unconscious and conscious reflection, we're able to transform ourselves and like a phoenix, rise from the ashes, renewed, reborn, regenerated, stronger than before, and able to move forward with our lives. In the 12th house, we are encouraged to seek positive transformation throughout life as we gain awareness of the unconscious, the past, and move steadily into our future. So here's a quick breakdown of what each sign and planet in the 12th house could indicate for you. If you have Mars in the 12th house, this placement often indicates a repression of anger or negative emotions broadly and results in a struggle to stand up for oneself, being raised by parents who teach that you're not allowed to show aggression, anger, or to exert your will is really common here. As adults, these people often impose their will unconsciously and see themselves as submissive, even if that's not always the reality. You know, this is a positioning where people could be a kind of tyrant at times and not even realize it. They often politely fight their way to the top, silently making sure they get what they want out of life. To directly express desires um, is seen as rude and selfish. They might try to work out angers and dreams or otherwise have nightmares. Sports is an excellent outfit, outfit, outlet <laughs> for their unconscious to be made conscious. Uh, but there might be a lingering feeling that they are too submissive or others see them as weak. However, this battle to express their will often brings compassion for others. If you have Venus in the 12th house, this placement can indicate an innate guilt surrounding pleasure, fun, love, and creative expression. Parents may have discouraged fun in the childhood where they're not allowed to explore enough to really build values and understand what they like and dislike. And in adulthood, they're easily swayed into being told that they should enjoy or value this or that because they really can't pinpoint it themselves. Artistic expression helps a lot here. And in fact, art is a hidden talent for these people. By using art as a vessel for their expression of pleasure, art, and values, they can make the unconscious conscious. If you have Mercury in the 12th house, this placement often indicates a repression of thoughts or ideas where a person feels that they can never express what they think or what their ideas are. It could indicate a childhood where they were scolded or criticized for talking too much or expressing their thoughts or simply had a fear of speaking to begin with. And it can create adults who talk about themselves and their opinions incessantly and unconsciously. There's an unconscious need to express themselves verbally because they have this pervasive feeling that they're being ignored and not heard. And they're great writers, and that is truly their hidden talent. If you have the moon here in the 12th, this placement indicates people who are often denied a comforting or nurturing childhood. A mother who is possibly preoccupied, distant, or absent creates an unnurturing environment where Childhood, childhood becomes painful and lonely, so they feel they have no choice but to learn how to self-nurture, sometimes with substances, but also religion, meditation, philosophy, and service to others may satisfy this need. 
And it can be easy for these people to fall into depression, to feel lost or alone, sometimes resorting to revenge and cruelty for attention. These people might somehow resent others who complain about their lives or, you know, want nurturing or come off as clingy because they themselves feel they were denied such things. And in order to unleash the gifts here, they should seek to find what their hidden gifts are, which really is the ability to realize that we are all really alone in this world. And the only path to true happiness is to truly love and nurture yourself with complete self-sufficiency and compassion for others and peace in their heart. And these people also do really well at anything they can become emotionally invested in, whether that's writing or art or some kind of creative passion or owning a business. If you have sun in the 12th house, this placement often indicates a disconnect from the father during childhood, either through death, absence, or simply neglect. They might feel that their right to shine in the world isn't supported and that they must go it alone. Religion, philosophy can sometimes satisfy the need here. Otherwise, they might turn to substances, self-pity or blame. They should seek to find compassion towards weaknesses, faults, and suffering of others and pride in their ability to make it in the world completely on their own, knowing that it's done entirely with their own efforts. Um, Son of the Twelfth can also have hidden creative talents as well. If you have Jupiter in the Twelfth house, this placement indicates that Jupiter's need for freedom and growth and tendency to overdo things is repressed into the unconsciousness here. It might indicate parents that reminded these people not to go too far from home, not to let things get too chaotic or made them feel restricted, including in their way of thinking. They might feel like the philosophies and traditions of their family should be upheld and everything else needs to be thrown away. Unconsciously, they yearn to break free, to grow their ideas and explore the world. And it can produce famous religious leaders, writers or teachers. They might have a lot of vague outlandish ideas that are scattered and unproductive because they feel they can't find expression in the world so often their outlet is in vices such as alcohol or substances. And the need here is to develop your sense of beliefs, a sense of optimism, and to explore the world in the way that you really feel that you should subconsciously. All right, if you have Saturn in the 12th house, this placement brings a person that grows up believing that they're not allowed to be critical of others or feel that they're better than others or compete with others. From a young age, they might be required to take on too many responsibilities, but feel that they shouldn't criticize their parents even for the load of responsibilities. They're supposed to be hardworking, responsible, and self-sacrificing. They should suffer in silence, and they do. They might have a vague feeling of restriction and lack of options in life. Sleep problems are common due to vague stress and guilt. Unconscious is their unconscious is always reminding them to be tough and work through the problems while being humble. The hidden talent of using Saturn's strength and hardworking ethic here helps them accomplish a great deal in life while they never get bogged down in petty competitions with others or even self-pity. They might allow disillusionment to swallow them or deny problems instead of dealing with them, and they might be critical of any irresponsibility in others or judge irresponsible people or otherwise feel like slaves to responsible behavior. They might feel sorry for themselves or drown themselves in any kind of vice that lets them forget it all. 
And I guess the point here is to realize that, again, they've done everything entirely on their own, and they're actually completely powerful to create change in the world in a very material way. Um, and actually, with Saturn here, they're able to bring to the material world everything that they dream of. If you have Uranus in the 12th house, this placement indicates a person that grows up feeling like they can never disturb the status quo. Always there's a vague feeling that they understand the world better than the rest of their family, but they're not allowed to reach out to the world and they feel bound to the world of their parents. In adulthood, however, they're released from the parents and can make those changes, but it's difficult. They want to break out and change, but they wonder if they should. Working with organizations for social change and creating art are really great outlets for these people, and they might have a hidden talent to gently push for change with compassion in the world and with others directly. If you have Neptune in the 12th, here it's in its native rulership, so this placement indicates a person who daydreams, has fantasies, and diffused ego boundaries. So. They can ride the line between what's real and what's imagination, going back and forth between the two. And growing up, they might constantly have been told to wake up and pay attention, don't daydream. But they're the ones who truly listen and empathize with members in crisis, whether it's friends or family, and they're not judging. Often, they're the ones criticized for their lack of focus and their fluid nature, which is seen by others as weak. And they might seem like easy targets to take advantage of, or seen as lazy or untrustworthy. They may slip into substance, or live in solitude. Or possibly in small groups, where they feel they can have space and live in their imaginations. It might lead to a break with reality, where their detached, delusional behavior is not worked with. But their hidden talent is to bring true empathy and compassion to those who are in crisis. They can give light to this through great artistic talents as pain and the ability to escape into imagination and compassion can combine for incredible artworks. Finally, if you have Pluto in the 12th house, this placement can indicate that as children, these people may have felt completely powerless. They may be extremely inflamed emotional issues here or child children's needs that were not met. Um, it's possible that their desires were seen as unimportant or they were just ignored. And resentment here builds toward anyone with authority or power. They grow into adults who understand and sense power dynamics, however, more than most. And the feeling of having their own power constantly extinguished never really fades. And they learn to work secretly behind the scenes to exert their power. And the hidden talent here is understanding even the most subtle workings of power can allow them to make a career, to gain power and success at work, be extremely empathetic and compassionate about helping the powerless, and it may allow the resentment towards those who they perceive as powerful to fester unconsciously, and they might perform vengeful acts unconsciously until they really are able to recognize that they too are powerful transformational at will and that they themselves can bring things into this material world and exert like an incredible amount of just cerebral power and if we think about the planets you know like uh where scorpio in the modern rulership is ruled by pluto uh it's really 
cerebral abundance like cerebral transformational abundance where Taurus is more like earthly material abundance and they both are able to bring things into the material world in different ways all right let's go through the signs if you have Aries in the 12th competitiveness in a past life causes issues with establishing and maintaining healthy boundaries in this life there's a need to rediscover how to follow your passion stand up for yourself fight for your rights and be truthful about how you feel and productively express anger they might deal with lots of unexpressed or repressed anger that this person's unaware of and they may be motivated to help others gain awareness of their own subconscious drives because they themselves seem not able to do so uh, if you look to your Mars position, it could hold answers into how to tap into this personal drive if you don't have it here in the 12th. So Mars can help you learn to tap into your own personal drive, passion, and aggression and bring relief to this placement. Also physical fitness. If you have Taurus in the 12th house, past life issues with possessions or excess materialism. Material dreams can be realized easily with this placement. And the material world and central pleasures will seem to elude these people, even if they themselves have them. It might include people with secret sexual encounters or who desire to eat hidden from everyone else since Taurus rules over eating habits in the body. Uh, creativity will be present in these people, but it might be approached more academically than from a spontaneous or imaginative place. And true intimacy here lies in secret relationships or bonds and real warmth, love, and pleasure is only achieved in solitude until the person is able to rediscover self-worth and find others who see their value. Issues will revolve around finance, stability, and self-esteem. Releasing materialism will bring relief here and allow capacity to earn income and stability more easily. The key is to become secure within your own innate value and understand that the, that value is separate from what you own, how much money you make, and all the objects around you. Uh, Venus position can indicate how to bring relief to this area of life if it's not already in the 12th house. If you have Gemini in the 12th house, past life issues are here with words that might have been left unspoken. There's an innate talent with communication matters such as writing languages or speaking. However, speech might be impaired here if the self-esteem is low, causing issues with communication or tendency towards gossip. And there's a desire the person has to share their inner thoughts and speak their mind here, which can manifest as blockages in the mind. The person might not know how to explain how they feel or verbalize themselves very well. And they might do a lot of learning in solitude. However, the more they can share what they know and communicate and connect with others, the more relief this placement will experience. There's a care that's need to be, that needs to be taken to avoid overthinking, which can cause overwhelm and mental health issues. And there might be karmic ties with siblings or relatives, and you need to look to the Mercury position for how to activate communications productively. If you have cancer in the 12th house, this placement can sometimes indicate a familial karmic debt and issues with your mother or family secrets or an idealization of your parents. There is a lot of sensitive emotion wrapped up here in the 12th, alongside a deep sense of intuition and the ability to feel what others feel, but difficulty discerning where your emotions begin and the emotions of others end. 
There is definitely a need for boundaries if this is an issue and to refer to your moon placement for further information on how to give these emotions expression, which is essential for happiness and health if you have your cancer in the 12th. Cancer in the 12th needs to find emotional expression and more than that, emotional vulnerability. Um, embracing emotions and vulnerability and nurturing yourself and others is key. And emotional expression will be a hidden talent for these people. If you have Leo in the 12th, this placement can indicate a strangeness or a haziness to a person's personality where these people seek to search for their own power and individuality, but they can't seem to quite put their finger on it. It can sometimes indicate a previous life where a person had a lot of success or, was, or where they were famous or a position of leadership or where they were excessively self-absorbed. However, the self-image here can be unclear and the goodness of mankind or doing good that benefits mankind will be really important to these people. And a person here needs to find full self-acceptance, self-love, confidence, and embrace their unique gifts, and embrace being celebrated or praised for their self-expression, and learn to accept compliments. That's a big one with Leo in the 12th here. Creative hidden talents or talents with leadership or fame are often common with this placement. If you have Virgo in the 12th, this placement can indicate a previous life where a person was highly critical, or possibly a doctor or scientist, or sometimes someone in servitude. Um, it's a position which required much attention to detail and no room for mistakes, whatever it was. In this life, the tendencies to be judgmental or suppress emotions, especially frustration or annoyance, are placed in the subconscious. So you might be very likable and nice on the surface, but under the surface, um, there are people-pleasing tendencies. And, you know, maybe you have issues with really expressing negative emotions. The key here is to learn to express your feelings of frustration, your judgments, your dissatisfaction, honestly. And look at Mercury to see which areas of life need more expression, where you should be more vocal and exercise your sense of critical judgment. It's also possible here that there's a difficulty in expressing one's intelligence and their true talent. So if you can find a mode of expression for sharing all that you know, especially in writing or analytical thinking and communication, it will bring a lot of relief to this placement. If you have Libra in the 12th house, this placement indicates past life trauma where relationship trauma or injustice with others, which brings a fear of relationships into this life. It's possible that we left a soulmate behind in our last life and have the opportunity to find them again in this life. So there is a need to learn to have healthy relationships with others, to collaborate, compromise, and allow yourself to love others and find harmony within partnerships. There could also be a tendency to be imbalanced in relationships wherein you obsess too much or you're too distant, um, and you might oscillate between those extremes. So there might be a fear of depending on others, and it will need to find balance between your needs and the needs of others. And harmonious expression to relax anything that might be repressed here. So look to Venus for how and which area of life this can be expressed. And the hidden talents here tend to be regarding things like beauty and art, especially music and drawing. If you have Scorpio in the 12th house, this placement can indicate a lot of past life trauma, especially in regard to dark power dynamics, which leads to a resistance to expressing your own dark side in life. There's a tendency to hide your darker aspects, but there might be an interest there in psychology, the occult, and investigating the darker sides of humanity. 
It could also be that you bury your own feelings or aspirations or hide your own true inner light. There is a fear of being exposed here, especially your own darkness being shown the light for others to see. There's a need to embrace your own inner darkness and understand that everybody has secrets, trauma, or deals with inner demons. Looking to your Pluto placement will give light to what areas would be best to study and help yourself express these aspects of yourself. The key is to be truly and deeply open-minded, willing to accept the deepest, darkest emotions within. Hidden talents often involve diving the depths of any topic or in learning any skills, especially regarding the occult, psychology, or healing and medicine. If you have Sagittarius in the 12th, this placement indicates a past life where you might have been a dominating religious figure, for better or worse, or possibly spent the past life searching for meaning and will be wrapped up in suppressing spirituality or lacking in a vision or plan for life in this one. And there might be fears of judgment when expressing beliefs. It's also possible these people have no idea where they're going and they're just lost. There's a tendency to suppress optimism and want to face the ugly realities of life, possibly because of fear of failure and putting too much pressure on yourself to succeed materially. There's a need to find freedom by being open-minded, broadening your horizons, and practicing spirituality. If you look to your Jupiter placement, it can indicate where to focus and develop your beliefs and philosophy. Also, past life regression meditation could be very enlightening for these people. Hidden talents involve teaching, wisdom, and the ability to sense a person's goodness of spirit. If you have Capricorn in the 12th house, this placement indicates a past life where this person was a politician or a conservative public figure with much authority, and in this life they're completely unaware of where their responsibility or accountability is. There is a tendency to suppress reality or restriction and fears or resistance to authority, hard work, or a strong foundation to build on. The key here is to learn to embrace structure, obligations, and take full accountability. Planets here can help speed up this process, but it will take some time nonetheless, and looking to Saturn can indicate where you should find structure and become an authority in your life. Hidden talents include unconscious wisdom, power in your integrity, and a deep sense of security. If you have Aquarius in the 12th, this placement can indicate a past life where a person died fighting for humanitarian rights or other social causes. These people may suppress their differences or quirkiness and have fears of standing out or not belonging. If not, they might fear belonging to groups and remain detached instead, causing loneliness and self-pity. And there's a need to accept our own quirkiness or strangeness and embrace being an individual to learn to be humane and charitable and often have hidden talents of inventiveness, progressiveness, and deep connection to dreams. And finally, if you have Pisces in the 12th house, this placement can indicate a past life where a person died sacrificing themselves to save someone else or because of secrets and therefore in this life there's a tendency to resist or become delusional regarding boundaries, compassion, sensitivity, and imagination. There's often a fear of appearing weak or vulnerable, leading to subconscious aggression or defensiveness to hide their true emotions away. And there's a need to gain awareness of your own dependencies and vices. There's a need to develop inner faith and bring artistic talents and inner world to the light. The key is to embrace your own inner sensitivity, empathy to give selflessly, develop spirituality to help others, and learn to understand the boundaries of others mentally and physically. Looking to your Neptune placement, or if you're working in a traditional context, your Jupiter placement can indicate what area of life needs healing and boundlessness. 
Hidden talents are often related to your imagination, art, spirituality, dreams, or music. And that, ladies and gentlemen and everybody, is the end of the Astrology House series. So I hope you guys enjoyed this series. I've done quite a lot of work to make this series a reality, and it's been really exciting and fun. And I hope that it has helped you. If you are interested in learning how to spiritually heal and transform your life using astrology and magic, I'd love for you to book a call with me and see if you're a good fit for my program. It's called Embracing the Sacred Soul Blueprint, and we go through many of the difficult points in a person's chart and talk very keenly about how you can heal and work with those difficult points instead of just avoiding them and being afraid of them, like the 12th house. Um, so definitely book a call with me and the link will be in the description if that's something that you think you'd be a good fit for I'd love to speak with you I also have a patreon it's under the astrology witch podcast if you're interested in supporting me there and you'll get early access to ad free episodes as well as new and full moon reports all kinds of recommendations for magical workings and also path workings if you're in the mid tier uh, you'll get access to Sabbath path workings and also I'm doing a new series this year where I am sharing zodiac inspired path workings all throughout the year each astrological season as it passes will have um, its own zodiac path working when we're in that season all the way through to Pisces next year so definitely want to be on board for that if that sounds like it's interesting to you otherwise you are free to follow me on social media um, I am on Twitter at AstroW Podcast, on Instagram at Astrology Witch Podcast. I have a Facebook page called the Astrology Witch Podcast, and I have a Facebook group now called Astrology Witches, where we can discuss magical workings and uh, astrological transits and what's going on with that. And I would love to see you in any of those places. Feel free to DM me or shoot me a message. Or you can email me directly at theastrologywitch89 at gmail. You could also join my email list, which I have linked in the description below, and it will uh, send you an email every time a new episode comes out alongside full and new moon uh, little mini reports and also monthly astrology at a glance if that's of interest to you. So feel free to subscribe to that if you'd like to. And if none of that appeals to you and you just like listening to the episodes, then thank you so much and that's enough because... I appreciate each and every one of you that comes here to listen to these episodes every month and hopefully you get a lot from it and I'm really excited to move on to the next season. I think I'm going to end the season here for season one of the podcast and take a little break and then I will be back talking about all kinds of different things. So I think I'll give you a quick sneak peek here of what you could possibly expect in season two. I'm going to go over aspects because I get so many messages about aspects, which is insane. Um, different aspects of the houses and like what do the different aspects mean. I also want to do an episode about life situations, which can be attributed to different placements and aspects in a chart and talk about my personal experiences with those placements in my own chart. Also, exploring the spirituality of the planets and discussing what the energies of the planets are and possibly even doing some episodes about asteroids because I think that'd be really fun as well as the points of fortune time lords zodiacal releasing are, will all be coming at some point in the near future hopefully we can discuss all of those because it sounds like you know something very exciting anyway 
I'm gonna go, but I hope you've enjoyed this astrology, astrology, astrological house series, and I will see you next time. Thanks so much for listening.